For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. BBN, what is going on? Welcome into another episode of Believe in Kentucky. As always, you can get the episodes on Believe.com or wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, Believe in Kentucky will be there. Uh, go straight to the site, Believe.com. Every episode is there. Go back to the archives, listen to past episodes. If you'd like to advertise your business or product, go to Believe.com. Click on Advertise. Contact the network. We'll be happy to promote your business or product here on each and every episode of Believe in Kentucky. We got to the end of the basketball season officially now, I guess. You know, we got the... It never ends, but the the draft just came and went, and we saw a, a couple cats get their names called. Uh, one constant source of consternation for a lot of the fan base, uh, and being Shaden Sharp going seventh to the Portland Trailblazers, Tata Washington uh, going a little later than expected, twenty uh, ninth being selected by the Memphis Grizzlies and then traded to the Houston Rockets. So you can finally, maybe if not already, move on from Shaden Sharp. Maybe some already have. Maybe still being irked by the whole situation, the way that all played out. But look, he's in Portland now. He's out in the Pacific Northwest playing for, assuming he will eventually at some point play for the Portland Trailblazers. But he came through Kentucky, and that's kind of over now. Uh, it played out the way it played out. You know, it was frustrating. It was, what do you do? And nothing we could control. So now it's it's over. You know, kind of maybe move on and see what he does at the next level. Um, if he, you know, we saw his comments. He thinks he's the greatest player ever, and you know you. Everybody's got to have that confidence, and so we'll see if he can translate that into um, filling, fulfilling the potential he has as a professional athlete with the skill set that he brings. We'll see if he can put the pieces together and put all of that on display at some point in time. So we'll see what Chauncey Billups and the Blazers are able to get out of one shade and sharp. But it was just one of those things getting got worked up. It was frustrating, but it, it, nothing we could do. He was either going to play or not, and he didn't play, hadn't played for a long time. And eventually maybe he'll play here in the summer league, maybe not. 
or at some point in this upcoming NBA regular season. Tata Washington, um, you had heard maybe initially in the lottery somewhere, and then you'd heard he was slipping. You hear all the different things uh, when a draft comes around. Um, you guys remember Matt Moderno, who hosts Believe in Wizards, who's actually the first guest on this podcast, had me on the Believe in Wizards podcast during the season because a lot of Wizards fans before the season concluded, you know, we're kind of looking like, hey, maybe we can get Tata in the lottery. Maybe maybe Tata Washington will be a Wizard. So went on there and talked a lot about Tata. Uh, we saw some good moments from Tata, but just, just one of those things, again, that the injuries just kept happening. He kept getting injured, you know, coming down on Kessler's foot at Auburn. Rolling that ankle and re-injuring that, and then was never able to get back to being healthy. We know how that played into the way the season ended. That was one of the contributing factors with the backcourt never getting back to being what it was when it came to Tata and Severe's health. You know they were banged up and nicked up uh, throughout the rest of the season, but Tata gets selected by the Grizzlies. And everybody's happy for him. Everybody liked Tata and, and enjoyed his time uh, at Kentucky. Me personally, it's a double whammy because I'm a Houston Rockets fan, and so you know they had a real struggle last season and they're trying to build and become contenders again. So I'm glad to see Tata be included as a potential piece to help them build going forward. Got a young team. He can fit right in. Uh, up-and-coming team, uh, Jalen Green, Tata. They selected Eason from LSU, who we knew well for his back pick on Severe Wheeler that started the uh, injuries in the backcourt in the first place between Tata's angle and, and Severe with the neck injury. So we add Eason to the Rockets, and you know, interested to see what they do at the next level. Uh, there hadn't been a lot of cats we talk about the cats in the nba a lot and, and a lot of kentucky fans have become nba fans more so now because there's so many former cats in the nba there hadn't been very many former cats for me to really root for on my houston rockets um, gotta go old school with chuck hayes who was selected by the rockets and played for houston years back come of course playing for tubby smith for all those years and Chuck Hayes is now part of Rockets organization, too. He works uh, there in the front office with Houston and scouting and things of that nature. Um, if you saw the picture that Tom Leach tweeted out, of course, we talked about the passing of Mike Pratt, but Tom Leach tweeted out a picture that he had snapped before a game at Vanderbilt, and it was Chuck Hayes and Mike Pratt. And Hayes was in there in Nashville doing some scouting for the Rockets, and he just snapped a picture of Chuck and Mike there from a couple years ago. But uh, Hayes is still part of uh, the Rockets organization. Terrence Jones was a part of the Rockets for a couple years after you know he left Kentucky, got got drafted by the Rockets, and played there for a little bit. And of course, John Wall is still there, and of course he's. Going to take advantage of that contract, but he's not really a part of their plans going forward. Um, and now Tata, so not many former cats coming through Houston 
uh, over the years. But I'm happy to see Tata there and, and definitely looking forward to seeing him um, become a part of Red Nation, go from BBN to Red Nation and become a part of my Houston Rockets. So congratulations to both guys uh, for hearing their names called and getting drafted. And we'll look to see what goes forward towards next year. One of those things for uh, future UK basketball came in the form of the commitment of Robert Dillingham, uh, a really good guard that can come in. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Explosive and can score. Had committed to NC State. Backed out of that commitment. And it was one of those things where Kentucky's not going to miss out on him again. So that happened Friday night. Robert Drillingham is a cat. And so that is some positive news. Um, the word is that even having him, that's not going to stop them or be a problem. If DJ Wagner comes as well, of course, that's the, the big tug of war between Kentucky and Louisville for him. Um, we'll see how that plays out, of course, with, with Kenny Payne and all those guys over there in Louisville and, and Cal and everybody here at Kentucky, how the DJ Wagner recruiting saga will go. Dillingham did have Louisville on his list of finalists. Uh, Louisville was one of those schools that he selected Kentucky over, so chalk one up for Kentucky as far as that portion of the rivalry goes. And, of course, everybody's watching the DJ Wagner thing closely as well we'll see how it all plays out it always plays out one way or another we'll we'll see how it plays out gotta flip it to uk track for a quick second and been talking about them and, and they've been receiving more and more publicity lately uh, when coach Florial was there and him him leaving They've continued to maintain, but, you know, Sydney McLaughlin came through and did what she did at Kentucky and is doing what she's doing uh, in the Olympics and on the national stage. But the U.S. Track and Field Championships and look, Abby Steiner, you know, everything that can be said about her has been talked about her as well. But um, so no disrespect to her by not saying mentioning her at this moment, but here what I was about to talk about was the U.S. Track and Field Championships are happening today. And two finalists there are Sidney McLaughlin and Masai Russell. Uh, they ran the two fastest times in the semifinals. Uh, Sid going 52.90, Masai going 55.02. And they will compete in the finals today at... 551. So congratulations to those two ladies representing Kentucky track. And I love the non-specific start time at 551. You know, not always starting stuff on the zeros and the fives. You know, Kentucky Derby does that. You get that 657, you know, stuff like that. You know, I, I like the non 
specific starting times for stuff. I don't know about you guys, but when, when I set an alarm, my wife makes fun of me for stuff like this, but you got to be up at, you know, 7.45. You know, I set my alarm for 7.11, you know, 7.23, you know, 7.28, and hit a couple snoozes. I'm not one that sets it for 7, 7.15, 7.20. I get those off the wall kind of times when I set an alarm. So, I like the fact that the finals for this event starts at 5.51, not 5.50, that off the wall kind of start time. You know, I'm here for that. So I'm a little quirky like that. Maybe some of y'all are, are not, but I am one who, who gets a little off the wall with the start times on things or setting alarms some stuff like that. Got to talk some college baseball. It's College World Series now. Hadn't talked a lot of college baseball. Um, we had Kentucky make a good run in the SEC tournament, but it wasn't quite enough to get them in the NCAA tournament. We, we remember that. We remember the midweek losses and, you know, just how great they played against ranked teams, but against, you know, average and below average teams. Those series of midweek things kind of bit them and, too much for them to overcome, even though they did a lot of impressive stuff on their resume. A lot of injuries to the pitching staff. Um, so we remember that. We also remember, and haven't talked about it a lot, Tennessee's demise in the Super Regional. How they dominated all year long. Lost their first series of the season, of course, in Lexington, as we remember. Number one in the country for most of the year. Had home field throughout the regionals and Super Regionals. And they come up one game short of going to Omaha because Notre Dame came to Knoxville and took two out of three in order to advance to the College World Series, uh, leaving Tennessee on the outside looking in. So, you no know, no disrespect to believe in Tennessee and Kyler Kerbison and all the Vols, but, you know, that was a tough one to take. Uh, we'll see what y'all do next year. But a lot of other SEC squads did move on and rep the conference in Omaha. You had the future SEC uh, neighbors that are in the process of moving in. Texas and Oklahoma were there. Um, Texas A&M made it. Ole Miss, Arkansas, you know, Auburn. The conference was well represented. And the Florida final is set now. You have Oklahoma facing Ole Miss in the final uh, best two out of three of course so sec versus soon to be sec once they get the departure from the big 12 completed but i'm saying all that to say this is that we can identify with what's about to happen here um, we flash back to very happy moments and a very sad moment that roller coaster we went on it's it's about to happen in the state of Mississippi. Uh, Twenty twelve, Kentucky of course wins the national championship. Anthony Davis wins every possible award. Kentucky dominates from start to finish. Uh, cuts down the nets in New Orleans to secure the first national championship since nineteen ninety eight. Now the following year, um, they didn't make the tournament largely in part to Nerlens Noel being injured. Uh, against Florida, the team 
had some flaws anyway. If he's healthy, no doubt they make the tournament. They probably don't make a super deep run, but they more than likely don't go to the NIT if Nerlens plays that whole season. But win the title in 2012, miss the tournament, go to the NIT in 2013, and we had to watch Louisville win the national championship the following year. Of course, you know, the management come down and, and all that, but we saw what they did the following year. Well, the same thing is happening now in the state of Mississippi. Mississippi State won the College World Series last year. The champs' uh, first national championship in Mississippi State's history. We saw how excited they were to win that. Dak Prescott was fired up. He was out there in Omaha watching them. You got to give him credit. Mississippi State was really good. Got to the final, handled business, brought a trophy back to Starkville for themselves and another one for, you know, the SEC. SEC went out there and won. So, uh, no doubt the people in Oxford, Mississippi weren't thrilled to see their rival go and win a championship. And now, Ole Miss is in the final, having a chance to go and do what Mississippi State did last year and bring a College World Series title back to Oxford. Mississippi State kind of did what Kentucky did in 2013. Mississippi State doesn't make it to the tournament. Uh, They... They didn't make it to, you know, the regional, super regional, none of that stuff, uh, even the SEC tournament. And so they won the title, and now they're watching the postseason play out. And now on top of that, they're sitting there watching their hated rival Ole Miss have a chance to potentially bring a title back to Oxford a year after they brought one back to Starkville. So, look, as Kentucky fans – We've been there. I said all that to say, I told you, we we know what's about to happen. We can identify with what's about to happen. We remember winning the title and then watching Louisville win the title while Kentucky was on the outside looking in um, because they didn't make it to the tournament. So the same thing is happening now in Mississippi, and we'll see if Ole Miss can can finish the deal and, and close it out and win a couple games against the Sooners and then – It'll the baseball rivalry will really be it'll be something else down there in the Magnolia State because you know it'll be all hotty toddy right after you know Cowbell Nation did their thing. So you know, it's gonna be fun to see how that plays out as well. Always fun too to check out our sponsors, La Terrain Watches. Been talking about them each and every episode of the podcast because any type of watch you want, type of accessories. They got you, LaTerrain.com. We had Dave Maggio on this podcast to talk about the watches, the watches that he's made, the styles, the questions that you might have. Go to the site, send a chat in there. He's the one that answers your question on the chat. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. LaTerrain watches. You want something casual? You want to be real, real nice and dressy? Got something formal about to go? Uh... You can have a nice La Terrain timepiece on your wrist for whatever occasion you got going on. So make sure you tell them you heard about them by listening to the Believe in Kentucky podcast. Check out our friends at La Terrain. 
been another fun episode of the podcast. Appreciate y'all taking the time to listen. Uh, feel free to go and leave a comment. Tell us what you think about the podcast, different guests that we've had on, on various different episodes. Leave a comment. Uh, give some star rankings if you'd like to do all that good stuff as well. Uh, tell your friends about it. You know somebody you think would like the podcast, hey, let them know. Um, this podcast also appears on the A Sea of Blue website. Appreciate Jason Markham and everybody that always puts these episodes on their podcast as well. So, hope everybody enjoyed this one. Got some more good ones coming. Y'all keep tuning in. We'll keep cranking out the episodes. Appreciate y'all. Have a good weekend. We'll holler at everybody later on another episode of Believe in Kentucky. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.